Hey everybody, welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. I'm yours truly, Adam, and I'm joined here by, of course, all of the beloved faces and voice, Matt, aka Grandpa Wook, Zach, and of course, Michael Lim. And also, a very special guest here today, Jessica and Trevor from Ravery. Let's give it up! Woo! Awesome, guys. Well, let's go ahead and go on the side quest. Let's roll. Keep on rolling. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to the Side Quest podcast. As you guys were told, we have two very special guests and people that I personally have the honor working with. We've got Jessica and Trevor from Ravery, as previously mentioned, um, and it is an absolute honor to have you guys here in the studio today. So thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. Sure. thank you. Um, I kind of just wanted to start a little bit with um, if you kind of didn't know about like the idea of this podcast is we try to discuss a lot of like the local rave scene to like the Pacific Northwest and why it's so special here. <clears throat> so I kind of just wanted to give you guys the floor to, to kind of talk about your story, how you guys met, um, how ravery kind of became a thing, whose idea it was, and just kind of go through, I know you guys have already kind of shared that with me, but for mm-hmm. our guests and for, um, you know, our other hosts, you guys are able to give that kind of story or whatever, just sure, open it yeah. up. Yeah, how ravery started, how we met too, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can start how we met. Yeah, yeah. we met in COVID actually. We, 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 yeah, we met during COVID and was during lockdown and mm. I decided to break up with my ex <laughs> and yeah. yeah and after three months I was like okay I'm ready to you know open up and it's it's a lockdown it's really boring yeah. no. so I downloaded Bumble <laughs> <laughs> have you guys used Bumble yeah mm-hmm. okay. do you guys know yeah, what do you guys know what all the girls say on Bumble mm. what what like just hey Oh, oh yeah. 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 isn't that weird? Like Hi. guys yeah. are meant to like you're supposed to give me with one line, but yeah. then girls are like, hey. hey. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so, why I like so, about Bumble though, because the girls has to has to has to yeah. say something first. So yeah. so uh, what we act how we actually met was um, normally like the the response is just like hey or hi, and she actually meant to write hi, but she. Typoed and the I is right next to the O, so she wrote Ho. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, what? <laughs> you don't even know me. I text accepted like, so like, yo, You should have been like, are you trying to fight? <laughs> I yeah. got thrown out, man. Oh no, I remember he replied with, Oh, first time chatting, you call me a hoe already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And it kinda hit off from there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we so mm-hmm. Jessica's got top tier Riz though. <laughs> <laughs> top tier, there's top tier. That's the go-to, bro. Ho. <laughs> we'll try that next time. Yeah, yeah, any girl called you a ho. Grab her. Yeah, yeah. Girl called you a ho. You're in, bro. You're ready. <laughs> yeah, well, that's really cool. Uh, that's a cool story because uh, I know that you guys just actually got married, so that's yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Um, and then came back and immediately threw, threw down on oh, an epic show. Oh, it was, um, so <laughs> it yeah. was probably very stressful, but it was a lot of fun, yeah, at least from what I got to help out yeah. with. And yeah. It was so great. Um, show. So two weeks out after our wedding mm-hmm. in Greece, yeah. we have uh, our fir- very first venue show. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah, no, we, no, 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 no. we talked about it in Greece yeah. many times, but no, no, it was because uh, we'd normally doing bridge shows and then we, we finally rented a venue and uh, it was like top of our mind the whole time we were over there because mm. it, was, it was so, so stressful putting everything together. 
What's that process look like? <laughs> uh, like from beginning see. to start, getting like, uh, getting sound, getting stage, uh, getting your you know visuals together, which we actually kind of covered the visual stuff, but getting the venue, <clears throat> going from the point of like having to you know getting lasers and stuff like that set up, and then finding out that no, the venue doesn't allow fog, and so then like mm-hmm. you know uh, what else you have to deal with, just like this, yeah, so much, just just so much drama in this industry because like. Our stage people almost pulled out two days before with something that was entirely unrelated to us, but it was like something that like almost shut down the whole show because it was, uh, you know, just just unrelated drama that was um, that happened. There's just lots of, lots of challenges. No, but going back, right? So we're talking about your first bridge shows, and we're talking about um, the the venue shows that you guys eventually put on. You've done two so far, um, but yeah, that's kind of where I wanted to start. Was like. We talked about how you guys met, right? Mm. And then because of you guys meeting now, Ravery's kind of become this thing. Yeah. And um, I kind of just wanted to, to start with that because I know that for a long time, the bridge shows were something you guys were known for. Mm. I mean, my first ever encounter with you guys was a bridge show. I didn't know you guys, but I w- was there. Um, and so that's kind of, you were really big in the underground scene, which is something I'm so excited to see come back a mm. little bit to the yes. Pacific Northwest. Mm. All these like... Hey, text this number and we'll let you know when we're throwing down and if you be there, be square, be ready. Like it's super low key, no admission fees. It's just everyone coming to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't want to like take over that uh, portion of your story because I know that that's yours to share. And so I think it'd be really, really cool to to tell our audience and to mm-hmm. tell all the Pacific Northwest Ravers like how you guys started. Yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna start about the company, the fashion stuff. Or? I think you should start with how you met with Yasu, Yasu and then... Okay, yeah, I guess that is... Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I think our kind of our, our history started... Um, I'll, I'll give you a little backstory for me. I just got into raves in 2021. And, and the whole thing that happened was my condo had flooded. I had gotten a little tiny pocket van that was just supposed to be living in there while my condo was getting repaired because mm. uh, you know, the whole thing just got jumped out. And I hadn't been to the Gorge in like eight years. And so I was like, I, I want to go see a show there. And so I just looked up. I was like, what's happening at the Gorge? And they're like, oh, this weekend there's a music festival called Bass King. <laughs> what the hell is this? I seriously, I had no fucking idea what I was going to. And uh, it really you know, changed my life um, going there. Because I thought, I seriously thought it was just like a bunch of bands playing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, you had been done, you've done some raves, but I don't think you really knew like, it was more like a party thing. Like you did My first night. rave was um, Freak Night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Freak wow. Night. Yeah. Oh, I remember Freak Night. Oh, that's so oh, funny. Right? Yeah. That was your first one, right? No, no, no. Oh, yours was, was Resolution. Yeah. Resolution. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my first rave, but I went there. Didn't know what, what, yeah. what, what rave is, or that's a rave. It was just a Halloween thing that went with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So technically, I. No, I yeah, 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 I didn't know the rave scene, so to speak. Um, and then uh, we, because I had done Base Canyon, and I was like so gung ho about it. Like, uh, we, we decided to do Beyond Wonderland. And, the same year, yeah. Yeah, it was like the very next one that was in October. Because uh, that time it was like, for some reason, it was Beyond, Beyond yeah. October. Um, and um, for that one, that was where I built the the monitor helmet for that one, just so they can like, I don't know, it was just fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. love that room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just my T-Bock helmet. Uh, it's just my old, it was my old CRT monitor from when I was a kid, and I gutted it out and put some visuals on it so you nice. could see some stuff. And then um, 
that was kind of a like we we did it just for one day at Beyond, but it was absolutely fucking bonkers because we had like I don't know like three hundred people taking photos of us or something a like day. that. Yeah, it and was just then like the staff was like clear out the people. Yeah, literally, Insomniac staff at one point in time like they got their people out there and they they like they cut off the entire road so they could do a photo shoot with us and it was just like this you became a celebrity. It was wild. Yeah. Like my second rave, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then. Um, Kind of where that led into it was uh, I hadn't really seen many people in the PNW that had like uh, any kind of helmets or anything that were, they were doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I just happened to see Yasu and Kuroneko on on Facebook. But the weirdest thing was I didn't even know, you know, like he posts videos like that, but he'll post videos occasionally with his like, you know, face and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they'll do something. And that was like all I had seen of him. And somehow there was a moment where we were with our group. And I saw a guy and a girl walking, and he had a hood down, the opposite direction. And I kept just staring at him. I was like, is that the DJ guy? I mean, like, I don't know. You see a face, and you kind of just recognize. And then, like, he was walking the opposite way. We were walking. My group's continuing going, but I'm sitting there looking like, whoa. Is that, is that, him? Is that him? And uh, his, I think it was his wife at the time, uh, she, she looked back and, uh, you know, kept looking back at me, and I'm being like, listen, my group's going, and I'm just like, oh. And then next thing you know, she taps him and says, like, hey, this guy is just staring at me, you know? And, um, but we had already been, like, we're like a football field apart at that point in time. And I had my monitor helmet and everything, so he saw that. So I just had to message him afterward because it bugged the crap out of me because I, I chickened out and, like, didn't run, you know, go down and say hi to him or anything like that because I had no idea who this guy actually was. And I just had to message him on Facebook that night, and I said, like, hey, was that you? And he was like, yeah, that was me. And uh, he was like, hey, you guys should come down to the bridge uh, and, you know, for a, for a little bridge show in Seattle. And I was like, say what? Is this, this is underground shows? And we're like, this is our, like, whatever rave and we're, we're about to go to an underground show. Um, and at the time, we had kind of done up the RV with a bunch of lights and stuff like that just because it was, you know, it's fun. And uh, we brought it to the bridge and the organizer there had actually asked us to, like, in to be the stage <laughs> because she was like hey we don't really have much lights and stuff you want to like and I was like what the hell so um that was our first experience with a bridge show and uh that's actually how we met Yasu and everything too and then next thing you know Yasu kind of we, we started working very closely together Kuroneko um because he he just I don't know he, he was like you guys have a mobile rave on wheels like let's go <laughs> yeah we say Yasu but we mean Kuroneko, which we've mentioned multiple times on oh, the show. Yeah, uh, so, for you guys that aren't familiar, that's who we're talking about. Now. <laughs> yeah. You guys just, like, really went off the deep end here. Just, like, one show to just... Yeah, and that show was about, like, 80 people. It's, like, on the smaller side. Yeah. And we were there as just as an attendee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was our first time, yeah. When you asked, like, how Ravery started, it was because... Oh, yeah. I was there looking around mm-hmm. that some fenders there, but mm-hmm. they are really just like a, a chunk of their car mm-hmm. and they're selling like that. And I was like, what if I did do it up? What if I, mm-hmm. like, seems like the competition is not yeah, that yeah, yeah, competitive. Yeah. Like, I think one, one of the telling ones was like, there was a, somebody that was selling their, their paintings and stuff like that, but they, they didn't bring any lights. And if you guys know the bridge, like, it's super dark there and you can't see anything. And so it was like, the bar, the barrier to like selling is super low because, you know, just, just, just yeah. or not barrier to selling, but like the, um, 
presentation. You know? Yeah, and for the longest time, ever since we started raving together, we found that it's really hard to find outfits that's like a couple matching rave mm-hmm. outfits at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had this idea, like just in my head, that I want to do fashion, <laughs> I want to do clothing. Mm-hmm. So, and then I saw this underground show and I feel like <laughs> maybe I should start it here, just <laughs> yeah. start it somewhere. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of like how we had first like idea. And and then of course, when I did, the, I did some research and found out, oh my gosh, Clothes are really hard. Are yeah. really hard. It's a very big investment. Not just because it's hard to design, also because whenever you order, especially with batteries, you need to consider size, like sizings, and yeah, you're ordering several different. Like you're designing an outfit, and then you're ordering like you know many many versions of the same thing because you need all the different sizes, and so it's like yeah, it's we, a huge commitment when you do it. Cause it's yeah, like, and we didn't have any customer base. That's yeah. what's important. We didn't even do like market research or whatnot. <laughs> and was like, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let me step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was like, okay, maybe we can make some accessories. Mm-hmm. And I myself, I love bucket hats. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love, love, love bucket hats since high school. And yeah. And, and you still have your style. It's like the OG, like, Raver look. For yeah. Like, yeah. You have like the you have like the bucket hat. You got your your mask on underneath and whatever, right? Yeah. You got cool perlers going on. Like you look like a badass rave, yeah. like a rave gangster. Yeah. I'm here to steal all your candies peacefully. We're work. You can be nicer. I synonymously call that the look of the look. The oh. look of the look. Exactly. Uh, yeah. My classic yeah. when I want to work out, it's just yeah. this bucket hat. Bucket hat. Yeah. 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 So and then so I had the bucket hat idea because why not? I I wear myself. And the second idea idea was like, okay, how do you make a bucket hat ravey? Mm-hmm. Stand out. Yeah. And stand yeah. out. And we all know about this. Raver loves lights. <laughs> Light shows. Laser. So. So and so we found out about this EL wire that you can sew all over the mm, the brim, the brim mm, of mm. the bucket hat and prototype a few and then prototype. I found a I think this is like the other thing that you found some factories that were willing to do it and then put it together and got like a pretty large order together of a bunch of different yeah so that's our and, very first product yeah, uh, light up bucket cool. hat yeah, and. Yeah. But, but the crazy, right? yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy, the crazy well, I don't know if this is the way you're about to say, but yeah. like, so all of this was, um, we were actually in Spain and uh, we had been invited to do the first show to like help out with the, the first show we were going to do under the bridge. And that's actually where you decided, like, we're making a company. Like, we were over there, she ordered, she got everything done and ordered and like ready to go from another country. Absolutely everything. It was crazy. And then like, you know, it was the same thing. We had like what two weeks and then we had our show. It was just like two weeks before like, two weeks of speakers show. and lights and stuff. Yeah. Was, and know. ordering the tent. Yeah. 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 I want to speak a little bit more to the vending as well. Mm-hmm. Because even your vending experience, I mean, for all you guys that have been to the gorge and you've seen vendors, even like scummy bears and you know the bigger ones, um, what's uh, there's like Freedom Rave Wear, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. other ones, um, 
it's kind of just a booth, right? And they just have all of their, <clears throat> you know, products just lined up, which mm-hmm. you guys do too, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the coolest thing about your guys' experience, if you guys didn't know, um, is the interactivity of your vending booth, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's, it's, it's more than just a place to come buy merchandise. <clears throat> it's a place to come and vibe. Mm-hmm. And I just remember specifically during Beyond Wonderland of this, this past year, when the tragedy struck and mm-hmm. all of that happened, um, and you guys were ready to pack up and leave, you know, the next morning, yeah. um, <clears throat> ended up getting stuck basically at the at the vending at the pivot. You guys were kind of like, <clears throat> you know, still selling a little bit of stuff, and like, you had your, you know, people on your decks and just mixing, and then mm-hmm. you have your interactive like TV and visuals, and then people just started like you said showing, showing up, up. Yeah. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you guys just started to. Throw up. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was an interesting one because we yeah, we were we, I mean obviously with what happened we were in a pretty bad you know place mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I was crazy that hailed in the eastern yeah Hall, you know? and we literally just decided to do the walk to pack up the booth because we were in uh, gold area but we were but our 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 whole vending booth was over in the pivot mm-hmm. so we had done decided like okay we're gonna walk back we're gonna like pack everything up. And that's when it started, like, literally, we, we got, like, one minute into the walk, and then started hailing, and it was like, what the hell? And so we walked that whole 14-minute walk through the hail, and just got there, and it was just, you know, we were just miserable. And then, like, you know, mood and everything. And then the sun came out right as we got back to the place, and all of a sudden, all the people started coming out. And it was like, oh, oh. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. leaving, but there's actually there's a lot of people like, staying, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then that's actually when we all looked around and we were kind of like, wait, this actually, do we want to stay? And then we were like, yeah, we're going to stay. Like, we're going to, yeah. yeah, we're here. We're here. Yeah, so. so you guys had the main, like, the van that was in the pivot that was throwing. Mm. Sick. Because, yeah, we definitely pulled up to that, like, that night. Oh, yeah. We were definitely there. Yeah, so I was with their group, right? But remember how I left early? But their group stayed, stayed. behind. And they took videos of filming, and then I remember they on their Snapchat stories. I was like, "That's the Ravery." Band. No way! Yeah. yeah, we definitely pulled up. I don't know if we brought the Rage Cage to them or not, um, but we definitely pulled up with the Tiki torch. If you guys had to tell out some like people off that had a Tiki torch, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely us. Uh, we like my one of my buddies made a bet. He was like, "Hey, because we had like our our site where we're camping lined with like Tiki torches, and for whatever reason, they were like totally would chill with it. So we we're like." What are the odds you like take one to the pivot? Just have it in there. Um, and we had it on for about like five minutes before someone's like, Yeah, we need to put that out like now. Uh, yeah. So but yeah, um, I'm glad yeah, I didn't <laughs> bring the flames to <laughs> Yeah. Um, but that was that was definitely us. We were definitely there. Nice. So. Yeah, That's thank awesome. you. No, it was so super fun. fun. It was definitely what I think we what we all needed. Like we had yeah. DJs in our campsite, but in general, we just all wanted to go hang somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. That's, that's really yeah. what you we warmed your prayer for yeah. the yeah. whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. You were there for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, thank you, Matt, for bringing that up. I think even from um, when Ravery first started, it was very Raver-focused because mm. we absolutely fell in love with the community. Mm. I believe you guys are the same. That's <laughs> why you started this podcast. But even day one... Um, so Ravery started out as just a vendor mm-hmm. before it becomes a production company. Mm-hmm. It's just a vendor, but when I designed the whole tent, I made sure that's a chill area mm-hmm. for people, especially mm-hmm. under the bridge. It's very dark and there's not a lot of sitting area, you know. So, mm-hmm. so 
that's part of our design. We lay down mats and have flower, flower pillows. pillows. Yeah, yeah in purple, green, just like <laughs> colorful. And we just cut out this corner for people if they feel like overwhelmed or mm. they need just a place to sit down. And yeah, that's a place for them. They, they came in and say, oh, is that for sale? And I say, no, no, no. If, this is for you if you're tired, just like mm -hmm. come here and sit down. And I didn't know, but that's actually an, a business strategy that I found out it worked. Because <laughs> <No>. people <laughs> said, I, honestly, I was just setting it out for ravers, but I have some ravers just sitting there and then look around <laughs> and they say, okay. I sat here long enough. <laughs> that hat is calling my name. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> we got a deal. Yeah, so so I kept it there. Even when we were at like countdown, our very first insomnia fending, like mm -hmm. the biggest up first opportunity we had, yeah. we we had that. But mm -hmm. nobody cares because Samia did a great job yeah, <laughs> of yeah. designing the venue. Yeah, was that the Black Hole venue? That was. That was yeah. the one. The yeah. Black Hole Bazaar. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. that's when we actually found out if you took care of the ravers, you know, mm -hmm. they, they remember you and yeah. You take care of the ravers, they take care of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Good old player. Good old player. You stole it right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am the poet, so... <laughs> I'm the poet! No, um, I think that's amazing because I, I genuinely feel like it's, it's kind of this unique experience to have all of us, you know, have a safe space to experience a show and to also have a safe space to buy merchandise and buy stuff like that. And so I... I this is going to be a really good segue into the second part of the, the podcast because, surprisingly, we finished the first part in less than an hour. Let's go! Yeah. Uh, so we're going to just take a brief break and then we're going to, you know, we can just talk and chat a little bit more and then we'll take our, we always take a traditional shot at halftime. Yay! Culture. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> so we make sure we have fun. We make sure you know, you know, the alcohol kind of loosens us up yeah, a little bit. Let's just have a little yeah. breaks the nerves a little bit, right? Because for you guys, this is your first time meeting a lot of us. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Not me. You've seen enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, never enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So again, thank you guys so much for sharing your story, sharing how you guys started. Um, we'll give you plenty more opportunities to, 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 to plug your merchandise and plug what. <laughs> By the way, for those of you watching the video, this is something that they have created. It's like a really cool light up. You sell it on lanyards, right? Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Rave Real Event lanyard right here. Yeah. Um, what did you call this one again? What is the name of this one? Barfing Star. Barfing Star. And Barfing Chad Star. Star. And Chad Star. Uh, I lost the Chad's or the original star that they gave me. So well, I, we should actually mention, by the way, this is the reason for this guy right here is because that was our original first logo. Like our oh the the the, the thing we had at the bridge, our very first bridge show. It was that star with the sunglasses yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Chad star. Yeah. yeah so, um, but that's something that they've made, and they make a lot of their products, and they, they sell them. So we definitely want to give you guys this the floor later to, to plug anything oh. and everything. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I wish we brought all the merch and just like you can deck this out. We do like yeah. a cut to like an infomercial. Like, <laughs> 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 
But again, uh, thank you for sharing your guys' story. It, it's really cool. I know I've heard the story because uh, we kind of mm-hmm. talked about it uh, at the, what was it, the debrief party or whatever that mm-hmm. you guys threw. Um, but they haven't gotten a chance, and our audience hasn't gotten a chance. Yeah, um, yeah. And you guys started here in Washington, and you guys are continuing to be here in Washington, so I think it's a really cool mm-hmm. thing to have you guys here. So thank yeah. you again for joining. Thank you for having us. Um, yeah. To all you Psychwesters, we'll be right back and we'll be taking a shot. So peace. Thanks. Peace. Inside my head, there's a bravery, bravery, bravery. Hey guys, welcome back. Glad you could be joining us again here for part two of the Psychwest podcast. And as you already know, we're here to take our very traditional shot before we get into the next segment here. So, everybody raise your glass. And once again, thank you, Ravery, for joining us. Cheers. 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 Alrighty, guys. We're back to our second part. Grandpa Wook, please, let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to talk about in this section here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you uh, for that amazing uh, recap there, Adam. Um, Yeah, so just jumping right back in. Uh, we kind of left off with how Ravery started, and then kind of left off with um, a little bit of your history, a quick, really brief summary. Um, but over the break, you know, you mentioned that you wanted to really hone in on your your real roots and, like, where you started in terms of vending and how that progressed into what became bigger into the, 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 the production, throwing shows and all this really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted, again, to open the floor up for you guys and just let you guys share even more about how that vending progressed and, you know, your, your headspace behind it and, like, um, how that eventually progressed into where you guys are at now. When you guys were, like, doing the underground raves, actually, I want to ask, because you guys were talking about how you guys had, during the break, we were just talking, talking, you know, shooting the shit, right? Yeah. Talking a bunch of stories, and you said you had a bunch of stories, and you said you guys wanted to move away from under the bridge. I don't know what you got planned oh, in oh, store, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but before you get into that, mm-hmm. I'd actually really like you to tell me a story. Like, tell me something, something that went really well, right? Doing that, mm-hmm. something that just, like, was, like, the worst thing that could have mm-hmm. happened. Like, I, I know the worst thing that could have happened, but, um... <laughs> yeah. like, something Dude, that you tell really well. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, to be honest, just everything turned out so well with the bridge raves. Like, we were we were just blown away by them. We didn't expect the energy. We didn't expect the, the turnout or the, the like, um... I think one of my favorite things that happened was uh, we got rails. We actually like bought like real mm-hmm. real production rails, but they weren't even enough. Like we had to get more, so we actually reached out to our friend Kyle, who's been doing shows for a long time, and uh, we got him to lend lend us his uh, his barriers. Um, they're they're not like they're not like rail rails, but they're just like you know the the, the crowd control barriers. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, bless Kyle for for letting us borrow them because they got completely <laughs> trashed. <laughs> Just, and the fact that they got broken, and not that I like breaking other people's stuff, but it was actually like for me, it was like such a it was such a good thing because I was just. We were holding them on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> trying you to, guys like, were on the other side. Yeah, we were trying to like prevent people from like, and it was just like I was just I had a just wide grin the whole time when they just busted them and they were just sitting there doing this, and I was like, this is fucking You're like headbanging back. The counter force. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, back Actually, that's what is interesting. So, okay, I want to go back to like we. That, as I mentioned, that yeah. we started out as a vendor, mm-hmm. and we tried to pro- 
provide a safe space or a re at least a rest space for <laughs> the ravers. And for us, it's really funny that we we actually know the actual rave, actual festival before the underground raves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what what about you guys? Like, do you guys know oh, about underground yeah, first? I've never been to anything underground. Like, yeah, and to that point like like the only reason i heard about bridge rave or even like midnight freak shows which i know you guys also know mm -hmm. and work with um and uh i didn't hear about them until uh, a friend of mine from beyond was like yo have you heard about midnight freaks like they do shit at gasworks they do shit at like mm -hmm. <clears throat> the under under the i5 and i was like under the fucking i5 like what <laughs> and then but what they were really talking about was your guys' shows under the i5 and then that's when i went to like what was it wake up what what was oh, it real writer yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> real writer whatever and and i and then that's when i first got a taste of like reveries uh underground scene mm -hmm. so i've actually never been to a midnight freak show because i I only went to the i5 one, but yeah, I would never have discovered that if mm -hmm. it wasn't for a festival, like mm -hmm. you're saying. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know. a little from our inside or experience is like, like you say, Matt, um, Midnight Freak is such a professional. They're very professional. Very professional, <coughs> underground OG. Mm -hmm. And for us, it was like, you know, a lot of underground can be sketchy. a little <laughs> sketchy or it's easy to put up, but obviously the the resources mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. yeah not not as much as the insomniac events yeah. so yeah, but sure. yeah sure. but when we came in after the experience from our first rave we, we really want to make it professional mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. safe safety focus i think it was that but it was also like we were really looking at like a lot of the other stuff that wasn't just um just the DJ, just or or even even the stage. Like I mean, like I love lights and and lasers mm. and production, but like yeah, for me it was like we were doing a show in December. It was like we need heaters and we need like you know all the other stuff that like actually makes something like a really like nice place to be at. That 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 kind of stuff was like more important to us. I think at that yeah. time. Yeah. Just like the experience is like a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I was just like. Yeah. What about like the like, like, like that's like a like. Yeah. Because that's a lot of a thing that's like on when I go to a rave, mm -hmm. what I look at, right? Obviously, how comfortable I am, but the stage production that's like wow. And the DJ is obviously the music yeah. is the most yeah. important mm -hmm. part of mm -hmm. any yeah. show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. then it's like you know, the visuals and stuff. But something that like people totally overlook is like liability risk management, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the care tents and stuff, dude. That is very important, but it's like nobody really talks about it. They're like, whoa, dude, you see the lasers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would just speak to the value that they have about yeah. care because I've worked first aid at their shows and like, yeah, so I know how important my job is, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, Michael, it's great that you brought it up because I think it's how you present mm -hmm. as an organizer that how you want this event to go and yeah. the ravers will behave themselves. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. at yeah. our events, even underground events, we have ground control. Mm -hmm. This is before we met Matt. Yeah, but yeah. at the time, we had this this amazing volunteers, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was a free show, and we could we we weren't able to afford to pay people. Mm -hmm. But it's it's like you guys, you share the same love <laughs> of rave, and they came together. And they want to make sure that the bridge raves bridge rave. We are not the pioneer of bridge mm -hmm. raves. It was there. It has been there for twenty years plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it only I really want to send this message out that 
it only takes one bad apple to to just like even you just like this location yeah yeah like eliminate it so it's really like we have our first aid we have our ground control people we have people in this like best to show that okay yeah yeah they don't yeah that's my instagram profile yeah yeah but that's like even when on the ground like yeah we met mad when we have like our venue show but even the underground, we have that place. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that people, show. Right? yeah, 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 right? yeah. Literally, unless people yeah. like yeah. the, the yeah. ravers know, like, oh wait, like I'm safe and I'm taken care of. Yeah, yeah. and you yeah. have to take care of each other's. And we also have, vent we not only we have fender ourselves, we know how difficult to start the business. We mm-hmm. also look for local vendors mm-hmm. that make like pillars yeah. or ear, you know, those cute ears yeah. for mm-hmm. Mr. Chili. Yeah, they all came out. They Taking all, care of the community. Yeah, they cool. set up. Yeah, they. We just invited them out because we want this festival. Because our first rave is a festival experience. Mm-hmm. So we invite invited all of them out, and we asked them to. Oh, okay. Every vendors, please provide two cases of water, because mm-hmm. we don't. I I want to be transparent. As first two raves on the ground, we I did charge for water because mm-hmm. I, I was just starting my business and it was a hit because there's mm-hmm. no water no bathroom mm-hmm. at all this underground shows mm-hmm. till i'd be like no that's not right you know i started yeah. provide free waters mm-hmm. and when we started hosting events on our own we also asked people to do yeah. the same yeah, yeah. so I, I think you kind of touched on something too which is that it's it's been a journey for us because we didn't know what plur was. We didn't know mm. what raves were. We didn't know even going to a rave is not the same thing as like knowing plur, knowing the, like community. really experiencing the yeah. community. And so, like, you know, for me, and, and kind of the same point. Like, I, I think when I first started, my care was lights and lasers. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is the coolest thing ever, and yeah. look, people like this, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then like very gradually it was like oh i actually care a lot more about the community that's going on here that that we're building way more than like the individual like production setup or anything like that. Mm, so yeah. um actually yeah. like uh i think on one of our episodes we were talking about the silent art mm. which is responsibility mm-hmm. so there's like peace love unity respect and mm-hmm. then the second r is responsibility yeah, I, love I feel like that's like more geared towards like production team, mm-hmm. the, the promotion like, companies yeah, that put the, things the together, the conscious crew, the medical mm-hmm. tent staff, yeah, yeah. and, you know, just, actually, when you guys were talking about earlier, like, Michael was saying about, like, um, having, like, taking care of your liabilities, you know, crossing mm-hmm. your T's, dotting your I's, mm-hmm. um, and then you guys saying that that ties into taking care of the community and taking care of, like, shifting mm-hmm. your focus from just the production into the community itself. I think one of the first things I noticed the best of that I remember from Resolution was the Conscious Crew. Mm-hmm. It was so awesome. It, like They had very bright, colorful shirts. They were walking around giving free water bottles, yeah. giving like you like little like wristbands and stuff like that, and dancing with you and mm-hmm. vibing with you, mm-hmm. fanning you, yeah. asking if you needed help or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were just, they're all fellow ravers too. Mm-hmm. So I think that is like something that me and Michael want to focus on too with Immortal Events, um, is we mm-hmm. want to make sure that our safety is number one priority for mm-hmm. all of our artists that mm-hmm. we employ, um, and then all of our yes. you know guests that come to our shows that you know are coming in to see some of their favorite local artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we're giving them that 
peace of mind, like, hey, we we took we definitely took care of Plur and we took care of the silent silent R for you guys, so you guys can just experience it for it. You take yeah. care of your community. Yeah. They'll take care of you. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. So which is which is we work yeah. with a, a conscious group called Densafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they're awesome. They are amazing. They've been they've been setting up the booth at our fan every every. I love show. chatting with them. Yeah. I'll like when I go out and like I see them. I'm like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like this. Mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like they're like just they're right at the entrance where they should be, right? So people, they're like one of the first things people see. But then, like, I feel like when the event's going on, they're kind of just there, you know. Yeah. And they are and amazing. so I always made it a point because you know they are doing just that, right? You 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 brought them on to do just that to be like, hey, if something happens, we're here and we're here to also educate you on like mm-hmm. if you're gonna use party favors or if you're gonna use pre workout, like how do you do it safely? And mm-hmm. you know, and it's not even like they're there, like. They're not police. They're not like, don't do it. They're not yeah, like dare. Yeah. Like dare never worked in high schools. But you know. <laughs> now look all of us. They said stay off drugs, and they're like, well, you failed that. <laughs> that was a failed program. But um, but uh, yeah, you know, and so, but just hearing like their mission and their their story about like what they stand for, it's so synonymous with me because like as I was sharing with you guys like over the break, like hey, like I'm a social worker. My literal job is to look at people that I work with and be like, either tell them, hey, maybe don't do, you know, pre-workout or, or on the other side, if you're going to do pre-workout, here's a test strip, learn how to use it. Here's Narcan, learn how to use it. Even safe sex, here's a condom, learn how to use it. Every form of harm reduction possible is my responsibility. And so when it comes to rave scene i'm a big pro- proponent of that i mean now i rave sober because that gives me the opportunity to to mm-hmm. almost be like the own conscious crew for my group right mm-hmm. you know, times, the amount of times michael's come over to me he's like can i just like lean on you and i'm like all right he workouts in and he's like yeah i'm like all right get over here <laughs> like if michael's ever leaned on you say i i <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I've leaned on myself. <laughs> that's that's why I love spinning in circles. <laughs> but I think that that to speak to your guys's point of, and even Michael's idea of like take care of the community and they take care of you, right? I take care of my people in my rave fam when I know that they're not, you know, when their intentions are they want to take pre workout and have a good time, right? And I know personally that I, because I've done it so many times now, that I can have a good time without pre workout. So if I can make the experience enjoyable for everyone else around me, I also enjoy that experience because then I'm not having to walk someone out of the pit. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to sacrifice my time in the pit, my time wherever I am, mm-hmm. to take care of someone outside of the pit, right? Mm-hmm. And so if I can do everything in the pit and still stay vibing with the people around me, headbanging, moshing, having a good time, mm-hmm. like that's what I value. And that's why when I worked your guys' event, I spent more time on the dance floor fanning people walking mm-hmm. around if mm-hmm. I saw someone that's like oh and I'm like oh you know and I'm like come back come back slap them on the face that's just like man like yo here's a big stick yeah no here's a big stick you know I always had Narcan in my pocket and I'm just like I'm there you know in the pit you know Jeff and I we tag team it really well like uh, he'll be like, yo, I'll go do a round and then I'll go do a round and then I'll go do a round and then and then we can always come back to the first day table and just 
have like actual space to dance and do whatever mm-hmm. we want to do because mm-hmm. we're not in the middle of the pit and all we yeah. can do is just bob our heads. Yeah. Um, but we would trade shifts of you know going around. We even got E on board, which he was just doing ground control, but like he was going around fanning people too. Oh, and so right, that's what I say. How you yeah. present yourself is how you mm-hmm. attract the same same-minded so people, yeah. and how you present to people who don't even work with you or they just come yeah. to your events but they know like there are people watching yeah. so don't do anything sketchy mm. but if you need help we are there for you and that's mm-hmm. i think that's what you were yeah. you even, are even yeah. the venue staff because remember they had to stay and work because it's their, their venue right they were like we've never had a group bring like their own like ground control staff their own mm. like first aid staff that's always fallen on them and even like you were telling me about monta like he was telling me he was like it takes a huge weight off of my shoulders because then there's less that i have to worry about because mm-hmm. i only have to step in when shit gets real mm-hmm. but you guys have such good control over the crowd that you brought that like he he because like you said they, they normally have to kick out like 15 people they only had to kick out three because we can handle ourselves we could come in and mm-hmm. take care of the community ourselves we didn't have to rely on them as much so they could just you know chill and like just i don't know silently watch I mean I saw them there just kind of like watching but like (laughs) but like they knew that we had a we had a control except for one guy but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we love love our star fam shout out to star fam yeah we love our star fam and we made we met all of them from the bridge yeah yeah and that does another thing I was going to mention is that like it's it's surprising or not maybe not surprising it's like how many people were there helping us clean up and that's how we met them like yeah you know, oh. Because they, they, they were people that just stuck around and were like, let's just help them clean up. And it was just like, that that's actually what really became a lot of the people that we knew. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. sick. Yeah. Dude. Even yeah. we did two venue shows, but we really, really, really miss the bridge energy, the underground energy. Because they were, they were there for fun. It was a free event, but we they, they just like come up to us and say, Please let me know next time you need mm-hmm. help, or yeah. like man, how we met too, and where mm-hmm. they will stop, like stay late and like just help cleaning up, you know. Mm-hmm. And we even have this ravers just came to our booth. So is this your event? I say yeah, it's ravers event, and he said. I don't want to buy anything, but can I just demo you something? Oh. <laughs> yeah, like this event, oh, it's, it's just awesome. like, that's yeah. That's so sweet. It's and, a labor community for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's not a work relationship, mm-hmm. you know, because they are more voluntary. Yeah. And that's how mm-hmm. we became friends and yeah. then carry yeah. on to our venue shows. We do pay our, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our staff for our venue shows because we charge people. Still not a lot, but... I will say, if I could decline Venmo payments, I would have. I was like, at work one day, and then like a Venmo came through from Ray Ray, and I'm like, why? (laughs) I sent it back. (laughs) I was like, I gotta have a one-on-one talk with Dubscribe. That's all I need. I don't need money. (laughs) Yeah, but the free events is really like, people really share the same love Mm -hmm. to not just Ray, but this Ray community. Mm -hmm. And I I miss that. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I have a question for uh, Trevor and uh, Jessica, um, yeah. if I may. So No, we know. Show it out. Show it out. Get into it. All right, well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> I'll see you guys later, yeah. Uh, um, my question was relating to kind of like your guys' journey in like starting Ravery, like starting out as vendors and going into what you guys are now. Mm. 
Um, <clears throat> what do you guys think is like the most like humbling thing of this journey? Is it the process and like the difficulties mm-hmm. and the lessons you're learning throughout the journey, or is is it more humbling to see the results of what you have created? Ooh. Mm. Question. Humbling. Adam the poet. I, uh, <laughs> I would say I would like to share how we hire our first employee. That was that's actually the great that's a great one. Mm. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna say I, I was actually gonna say like the business side of it has been very humbling because I, we've realized how much it goes into running a business is just crazy. But this is great. I like so. Uh, we were like. For a long time, we didn't really know whether we were a production company or a Closing clothing company. company. You know, like we were because we, we were kind of like we even we even said like the shows were just a fun thing that we're doing, but we're really going to be like you know doing clothing with that. And then like you know at some point in time, we were like, okay, actually, you know, we're running these shows and they're they're kicking ass, and we're finding that like we're also making a lot of good sales while we're doing it, and so we're kind of like starting to decide that we're maybe going to marry these things together. Not really sure. And also, I wasn't even full time yet. Like I was, I was just like working my side jobs and stuff like that. And oh, then, your full time job. Oh, sorry, time. I was working my full time job. No, my side job. My side job. Yeah. Your side yeah, job. My side, side job. job. Yeah. 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 Cool thing to say yeah. that. Yeah. My yeah. side yeah. job. Yeah. 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 My side. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not there. So, so yeah. a little background of this. Our first underground rave, we got like a hundred fifty. Yeah. About, yeah. And then the second one got. It just kept going. 400 and the third one which was the last underground rave we got 600 people so it got bigger and a little unmanageable honestly it got bigger to the the point that we need to decide because it Mm. takes a lot of our time and energy Mm -hmm. to either design the closing the hats or yeah, or, or, or design shows. Yeah, design yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, there's like a huge amount of work. Yeah. But, so our yeah. very last one is called Wake Up Rave. <laughs> it's actually funny because uh, it is our wake up call. It was. Yeah, it was the six hundred yeah. one, and yeah. we yeah talk about you want to talk about Keenan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Keenan, yeah. Yeah. So um, Keenan. Yeah. Keenan. Shout out Keenan. 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 Um, yeah. So it it was a big wake up call for us because. Um, we had we had put together the show and uh, Keenan was actually playing. He was playing a B two B on that show, um, and it was like we had only really just known him uh, like kind of on the surface because we had done some project with him where we were creating characters for fans actually. Like so, we had this like concept called Fan Clack mm-hmm. that we wanted like a, a character that was just like somebody that just clacks fans and. Um, yeah, we kind of come with all these different characters, and we were talking with Keenan about drawing them up. And uh, we, at some point in time, Keenan had asked us, like, hey, do you want to have a meeting with, you know, about the, about the project or whatever? So we got together at a coffee shop, and we are just expecting to talk about, you know, the, the characters and, like, the art the that's project. been done, the project that was done, because it was this, this little side project for the, for the clothing business. And, um, and Keenan just came to us, and he was like, hey, guys, because he had just played Wake Up, you know, at the whatever, and he was like, I wake up every day and I dream about working with you guys. Like, wow. Oh! That's uh, beautiful. We, it was such an unexpected moment because we were sitting there and we were just like, and he was like, I want to work with you guys full time. And uh, we just looked at each other and we were like, whoa. Wow. 
<laughs> we're not even working full time. Yeah. Like what the fuck? This is our yeah. side gig. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. yeah, and just keeping, just so you know, Keenan is such a big famous artist. Yeah. That got like how many followers on Instagram? Yeah, I mean like eighty five thousand or something like that. Wow. Yeah, like yeah. way bigger than our you know rave business, mm-hmm. and it's super experienced. He's the artist for League of Legends. Yeah, he's just such a big artist that doesn't need any small business, yeah. you know, to support him. But when he told us that, like, okay, I dream about bravery every day. I breathe about bravery every day. I want to work with you guys full time. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, that was our wake up call. Was we were, and it was just after wake up too. It was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's the time. Trevor decided to... I, I decided to quit my job and uh, because I, I was only doing it, like, honestly, just supporting you because she really was the, the head of the business and doing everything. And I was, like, really, I was just having fun with parties. Like, I was like, this is fun. I get to put together a party and, like, you know, TV whatever. TV comes on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Woo. You yeah. know, it was just a side thing for me. And then and then uh, that really was the, the time when it was like, oh, my goodness, we got to do this. Like, yeah, so we... Yeah. That's why it's it was so humbling back to you. It was so humbling. Oh, thank to, you for answering my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was so humbling to have someone mm-hmm. that's not your oh. friends or family mm. came to you to believe in your dream mm. and believe in, in your business. So we went back, discussed a little bit, but mm. it's like, what the fuck? If other people believe in us enough to make it to a full time job, why are we not making this to a full time job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you can believe in Bigfoot, you can believe in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like crazy. Yeah, I was like, how? How? We are just, we are not even a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, When did you guys start, actually? We were six months. August 6, 2022. Wow. Wow. Well, technically, we started. The business started in Spain on July that twenty eighth, twenty eighth, whatever. But our first rave was under the bridge was under it was August sixth. So, so like, you're, oh man, that's kind of our inception. No, like awesome. that was our first time you we tried it. Been, you guys have just been running like ever since then. So Dude, maybe yeah. if you, uh, you guys are sick. Yeah, <laughs> you guys want to maybe like share like maybe some motivating words to all of our side questers listening in our podcast mm-hmm. right now about you know what it's like that initial moment where you decide to start this ravery and then like just mm. continuing where you are right now, like maybe a few words of what you think that mm. you would want to share with yeah. our, our listeners. I, yeah, I, I'd say you can do it. I mean, I don't know that sounds, that sounds like a cheesy thing, but like you really just mm-hmm. sit down and like, I, I, I never would have dreamed that we could have put a rave together mm-hmm. and yet you just show up and like you put music on, you put yourself yeah. out there and People fucking love it, you know? Mm. People will, like, you'll attract people and you'll attract the people that you actually want to come there. And mm. so, like, I, I don't know. I just, I really do encourage people to go out and get it. Mm. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Sorry, I didn't want to. <laughs> I think it's really cool because, you know, Adam, Michael, myself, Zach are on this, the beginning of our journey with mm. this podcast. And Michael and Adam are in the beginning of their journey with Immortal Events, right? Mm. Right. And you guys are like somewhere in the middle, you know, like you you figured it out, but you're still also figuring it out, We're you know, still, as yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. along and, mm-hmm. and, 
And but you've gained so much traction, you've gained so many people, you gained me as a follower and as mm-hmm. I would hope to say a friend and as yeah, someone who loves working with you um, guys and you know had a blast at Wake Up Under the Bridge mm-hmm. yeah. and I had a blast at your first venue event and then your second venue event. Um, and I just think like I wanna say this to the to the side questions as well, like to go back to Adam's point, is like you say that like saying you can do it is just cheesy right Mm -hmm. but it's not because you have to reach that point in your life where you tell yourself like you can do it and when you tell yourself you can do it that also means i'm going to do it yeah Mm -hmm. and this podcast was like a a dream of mine from the get-go when i first started you know my tiktok journey on it uh, about raving my instagram journey about raving and i've always loved like listening uh if they're listening probably won't be but i'm peaking podcasts like shout out like i was listening to them like they're the only one i think the only rave related podcast that's actually big in the u.s mm-hmm. and um you know it's always been a dream of mine to to to, to be some form of like influencer when mm-hmm. i was in middle school i wanted to be a youtuber and mm-hmm. all those different things mm-hmm. right and but i found this space i found this community i found this niche i found wonderful friends 60 friends with rage cage mm. 60 more with ravery mm. you know it's it's crazy and, and i can genuinely say friends right like mm. how can a singular person have 120 friends mm. like that is that is ridiculous right someone who will know your face you see him walking in public and they're like what's up matt and like, you're just like oh yo you know and for my own personal life story my own personal journey like this us coming together ravery and psychos podcast you guys in the middle of your journey you guys saying we can do it and then doing it and you know you're doing it and us saying we can do it and we're trying to do it and we're working hard every day and then you guys over the break saying if you need a place to shoot like let us know like it's just so back to like the whole poetic idea Mm -hmm. like this is what you were mentioning over the break what plur in real life is Mm -hmm. right plur doesn't just stay at the rave Plur doesn't just yeah. stay mm-hmm. at the, you know, at a show. Plur is something that I think everybody, and I mean everybody, should live their life by. Mm-hmm. The idea yeah. of peace, love, unity, respect, and responsibility. Like, how much more enjoyable will your life be if you live in peace with everybody around you? Mm-hmm. If you love everybody around you? If even despite your different perspectives, you can still unite with those around you and respect their perspectives, but then also take care of each other and care care for each other, you know, be responsible with each other. Yeah. And just like support each other. And support mm-hmm. each other. I love that. Yeah. And even not just story. towards the ravers, right? Even these like exactly. people who don't rave, you should treat them with support. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 they'll, they'll, they'll yeah. get attracted will, to that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They will feel it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I, I went through my own personal life journey. I used to be a really angry person. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a genuinely just, I was so pessimistic. I hated people. I hated, mm-hmm. you know, even though I was in a fraternity, like I would, I would pull myself up in my room and then only go out to parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I lost my first rave fam um, just because we all kind of went our separate ways. And when I was at Base Canyon, this is a shout out to Zach, by the way. When I was at Base Canyon, I felt lost because <clears throat> we went to be on Wonderland and the tragedy happened and then people were, you know, everyone was like, I don't know. And then at Base Canyon, I was like struggling to find a group, struggling to find people to rave with. And then our friend Mongfi had been like, you should just come with Rage Cage because I tried to at Beyond, but I never really built a connection with them because mm-hmm. it was so short. And it just felt awkward. 
And then I get there, and then I met Zach one time before mm-hmm. Base Canyon, but like he was just a familiar face. Like I don't, I didn't even remember your name. Yeah, like, we, we, we met like one other time too, like outside of. Yeah, mm-hmm. all because of Michael and Mongfi, and yeah. then I was like, I know you, but I forgot your name. Like, what's your name? And then he convinced me. He convinced himself first to go to pre-party at Base Canyon. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, well, finally, like, you know, he's like, Forbidden Four is gonna be there. I was like, uh, say less. That's enough to kick me over to go. Let's do it. <laughs> but back to the idea of yeah. you can do it. Like he was just like, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna send it. And I was like, eighty bucks. Shit, I'm gonna yeah. do it too. I didn't know this guy. Yeah. Like we just met went. once, but we just went and like vibed and like now he's here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forbidden set was the best. Oh my. Um, visuals were. Visuals were great. <laughs> I love the Shrek visuals. Yeah, the visuals for like two hours. It was just constant Shrek. And I, just, I was like, all I remember. It was like a demonic yeah, just, Shrek. Yeah, it was just, it was just Shrek. Stomping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like our, one of our one of our first starts was actually the Shrek raves because we, we knew like Cash the DJ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the organizer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we, uh, we, I mean, pretty much all of the group was just like, Rage Cases in general, mm-hmm. I think, just like, you know, we have friends and they have friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, we... We like to try to include them if we can, and mm. they really vibe with the group. We just mm. we bring them in, and that's definitely one of those yeah. cases where it's just like, you know, I've only met him a handful of times, you know, maybe like mm. once and beyond. We had maybe a conversation or two, but I remembered who he was. Mm. We come back, and it's just like, yeah, man. And that's where oh. Fleur, that's the first time Fleur felt real to me, because mm. I was... Yeah. I mean, I was not an angry person then. Like, I've gotten a lot better since since being that very angry person. A lot of life had happened, and I'd grown. But that was where, like, Fleur felt real to me. And I was like, I'm going to live this. Like, this is what I commit to, right? And yeah. um, it was already starting after I had met you guys, right? But the realist, like, the reality of Fleur was when I, like, essentially got adopted into Rage Gage. Um, mm. I had gone from being the rape grandpa to like now <clears throat> I don't have to be the rape grandpa anymore. I don't mm. have to be this person that's always I'm planning everything. I'm making sure everybody gets there on time. Here like scheduling mm. shit out. Like let's meet at the gas station at this time at this you know and then you know you follow me and I'll I'll be the line leader like all these different things like I could just get I could just be given the orders and just follow them. <laughs> which for once was so so liberating because mm. I have I, I, I'm a really disorganized person, but then at the same time, I like to organize things like events or like situations like parties or whatever. And so, so I overwhelm myself oftentimes cause I bite off more than I can chew. Mm-hmm. And so just having that freedom of <laughs> just yeah. like, I'm going to just sit back. Like yeah, I didn't even no, drive to base game. Right. I was in the passenger and I was like, hey, yo, it's kind of nice. You know what? Actually, that, that was me too. Because I always drive everyone everywhere. Yeah. My no. car is the motherfucking yeah. Uber of my no, no. Everybody no. loves driving in my car. And I'm, I am I love driving. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But nobody ever throws me gas money. And I don't need yeah. that yeah. Yeah. But it'd be a nice courtesy yeah. every once in a while. No, yeah. Like, you guys are my friends. I get it. But like, bro, I'm driving you to the gorge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what you know they're my best friends. They're like, yeah, but you're going to the same place. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, you like, just said then you can drive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like if 
case, let's say your car. It's like, oh, but your car has a better bass system. <laughs> but uh, at Bass Canyon, they actually uh, they ended up uh, actually driving me instead, which was awesome. Oh, right. So I was like sitting in the back. My boy Paul, shout out my boy Paul. Um, he was like, Adam, you need to. <laughs> You're so sweet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we love we love monkey. We love monkey. We love monkey. But yeah, my boy Paul, he was like, he's like, Adam, you drive too much, bro. Just drive with me. Drive with me, bro. And uh, oh, we he, love by the way, yeah, by the way, him. he's a really scary driver. We were in, we were passing like Stevens Pass, and you know, you look over, you're like, that's a pretty steep drop. He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, wait a minute, bro. Hold up, son. Hold up, bro. If you're gonna kill, if you're gonna kill us, man, like do it quick. Yeah, <laughs> we can now lose you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's so. Go, go before, go for it. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about like you know how you were saying like experiencing plur and then like also living plur. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that definitely happened to me after like you know being adopted by rape fans or like more just hanging out with these people, right? You kind of just by being around them. Everybody starts to adopt these like habits because God knows I was not like this, right? <laughs> you know, and then like God knows, God knows, God knows, he's all, yeah. <laughs> and like actually, like I don't know, just almost being nicer, being more, oh, yeah. big, big, yeah. big thing, inclusive. Mm, yes, dude, that yes. is like 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 people like want you to be there, and it's like a lot of there's like a lot of clicks and like you know life and whatnot. And they're like, eh, right? They push you, and there's like. You're just being like, you should just come. And you're like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. And, yeah. That's where it flipped for me, Welcome too. Because yeah. yeah. I remember, I lived in a house with Michael, first in the frat, and then we all lived in, like, a separate house afterwards for, you know, a whole year. And, like, never really interacted with him unless he came home super drunk and, like, just wanted to, <laughs> to Just like, wanted to ling on you. Yeah, yeah oh, would have okay. never considered Michael. I mean, one time he did, he... he he opened my door and just like passed out on my floor. <laughs> All right, I guess I, I don't know what to do now. Like, yeah. Sleep, here's a blanket on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sweet dreams, up. sweet yeah. dreams, yeah. Michael. But uh, you know, and and I, but honestly, that really annoyed me. Like I was like, who's this basement wolf just coming up here and like on my floor? Like, yeah. Fuck out, bro. Like, you know. Um and and um I never would have thought like our relationship would have gotten that close. And it mm. wasn't until we started raving, raving together. together. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until we started raving together that we were like... And I have another story about that, too. There's another guy in our house that I really, really didn't get along with. Mm. Like, really hated. Like, actually, this was back when I was still a really angry person, too. Mm. But, like, genuinely, genuinely, like, despised. I couldn't... He was so immature. Like, I couldn't deal with it. Like, And, I, you know, <clears throat> his decisions and choices he was making, I was like, I don't want to be associated with yours. We raved together for the first time. Tied at the hip ever since. Mm. I remember he came up to me as a freshman. He's like, I want to be president of this house. And at the time, I was like, I hope you were never president of this frat. Like, fuck no. You would run it to, like, you would run it to shit. And then, you know, I graduated college and our relationship, you know, we're tied at the hip now. And I remember him being the only person I wanted to be president of. Yeah. I was like, if you don't win the presidency... I will sue or something. Yeah. Like that. I don't remember what I told him, but uh, I will still write a strongly yeah. worded letter. The sad thing is he didn't win, um, but you know we were able to be there to support him through the you know through the loss and 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 um, you know he's he's 
he's also grown so much, so you mm-hmm. have to give him credit there too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something you know to your point about building this community and when you first hired Keenan and having him come up to you and just be like, I dream about working with you. Like shit like that doesn't happen in the real world, or if it does, it's a very it's very, very rare. rare situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and a lot of times when people do tell you stuff like that in the real world, they don't mean it. They're being fake or they're trying to, like, one-up you in some way or they're trying to just be, like, you know, oh, I'm in a better space at this job, so I want to pull you up with me, right? It's never, like, a genuine, like, I just love you and your vibe and everything about you and I just want to work with you. I just want to... just kick it. (laughs) You know, and, and so, you know, I think that... Like what you guys were mentioning, like that is something I just so fucking love about this community, and I've said it mm-hmm. so many times on every episode. Uh, you know, I even grew up in the church, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, "This is where you're gonna find love. This is where you're gonna find acceptance." And every uh, that's been the place I felt the most hated, the most judged, <laughs> the most despised, the most get the fuck out. Like, but then I go to a rave and like, you know, I run into people like Trevor and Jessica. Like, I just like wander into the rave tent. I'm like, oh, who, who are you guys? Like, I'm interested. Like, they give me this for the first time. I'm like, yo, I didn't even have that. Whoa, shit. Whoa. Sick, bro. And so, you know, I think that's something really cool about you guys. And I just, again, this whole episode is to shout you guys out. Like, to see you guys continually grow and to be on this initial journey ourselves and hoping to continually grow as well. Like, the advice you've even given us off off the shoot, like off camera, off everything of like, you know, how to grow your social media faster, how to do all these things, how to get engagement, like how to attract people. Like we just met like, what, four months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Too short. To have someone yeah. uh, offer me advice, like I, bitch, I better know you for like 10 years before you, before you even offer me advice. Like offering a space for us to record in your house, it's like, I'm not going to welcome someone to my house until I really know I'm fucked with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I probably shouldn't, no. <laughs> now you're the toss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt, yeah. shut up. Wait, 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 wait. Now to answer your other question about, uh, what, what was the other one? Inspiration. Like, what, was, what, was the, what was the bad thing that happened Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your highlight and then your yeah, 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 yeah. I, I apologize. I dug us a hole. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> what a side quest. We went on a side quest. Yeah, what a side quest. Yeah, back to the main quest. <laughs> yeah. So like you guys have talked a lot about your like successes and all the cool stuff that you've done and like I can tell that you're super passionate about what you do and that's amazing. But like obviously there's some there's some like there's got to be some like little tricky spots that you hit or some you know, yeah. downfalls like what can yeah. you share to like of things that have happened and like how that helped you grow yeah oh, wow it helped us grow. well yeah interesting um yeah I, uh, I can share here um yeah. so i think the most recent successful one was uh the halloween one because mm-hmm. yeah but it was very successful. It was Japanese themes. We got, we flew yeah. DJs from Japan. We have local artists to show. Don't subscribe. Thank you for letting us use your song. Let's <laughs> grow. Yeah, yeah, but but it was our least happy one. Yeah, oh. actually, actually, um, because mm. because that some uh, incidents like. Personal? Per, not, not our personal incidents, mm-hmm. but like 
ravers have bad experience at um, our events. It, I know it's really low, but it hit us hard. Yeah, it, and, and and it's like it's like because the next few days after an event, after you're supposed to be feeling like great about it, because it went well, and instead you're like talking with people about incidents that happened and trying mm. to, you know, trying to investigate and stuff like that. And it yeah. was like, it was... So we have people got assaulted by, oh. by other attendants. Mm. That's mm. just, just so yeah. people mm. don't feel yeah. confused. Yeah. 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 So we have ravers that don't feel safe. They feel... Uh, this is a lot. Yeah. Don't feel... Mm. Yeah. And mm. it was ass- assaulted by other ravers uh, who's not our staff or whatever but i know it's not our problem but of course they reported to us as yeah. a mm-hmm. event organizer and i feel like i failed them yeah i felt oh, i failed them and that really kind of scared us or mm-hmm. discouraged us to mm-hmm. do more events because mm-hmm. we it's a reflection like okay mm-hmm. people got assaulted because we hosted mm-hmm. this event yeah and we did our like diligence. We yeah. Yeah. got to the bottom of it. We made sure we have a blacklist for. Mm-hmm. You know that's how we can mm-hmm. filter people when they mm-hmm. walk in. Mm-hmm. We did all this, but we still cannot prevent yeah. things yeah. happen. Yeah. Especially when you say like under influence, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's right. just like people are uh, harder to con- yeah, yeah. Uh, harder <laughs> to control at party right. scenes. Yeah, and. It's really discouraging when the next when you think oh the event was so well whatever and two days yeah. oh no it's not even two days one night mm-hmm. later we got a message okay I got insulted da, 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 yeah. da, and it just yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was hard it yeah. was hard for us yeah because because yeah. for me it's like I was supposed to be just a vendor. Yeah. I was yeah. not supposed to yeah. be involved in all these dramas. And this is just a little piece of dramas. It's like more pe- more dramas mm. in this mm. in this kind of things. And mm. why why am I even putting myself in there, right? Mm. But yeah. so that's the challenge and for sure. And we're still working with it because we still get got positive effect like feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's 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 Kind of a double edged sword, right? It's yeah. like you get all I mean, the, yeah. the good out of it, but there's inevitably some things that exactly. you know, yeah. don't you guys don't sh- always go as well. But I don't think that it should discourage you. Um, mm, I think absolutely. that should be more on the community to push to be better. I think that's kind of like what, yeah. what for us is like it's it's led to other things like like for example, you mentioned like the the, the confidential booth or whatever. It's like mm. instantly when you suggested that idea, we were both like that sounds amazing because because of the things that we've experienced because this happened it was like we need more resources at the rave you know it's like a growing pain yeah Yeah. exactly absolutely and for context of the confidential booth i suggested the idea of like if assaults happen at a show right having doesn't even have to be a licensed therapist having a social worker having someone there that is sworn to secrecy right that is a confidential confidant like someone that someone Someone that if you are, you know, injured at a show or in, or assaulted or, you know, have a bad experience, you know, someone that can come to, you can go to and really <clears throat> talk to, yeah. um, you know, no, you can reveal as much information as you want. You can take away as much information or you can, you know, 
not say as much, omit mm. as much information as you want. Um, right. And I think for you guys, that'd be something super cool because that also follows your mission of like wanting mm. to keep your events blur and safe and a really good space for ravers that even I feel like the biggest promotion companies, yeah. ah, where's that at Insomniac? Where's right. that at, yeah. at um, you know, Ultra? Where's that at, at right. um, mm. all these other mm. events? And I do want to speak to that because we have to wrap up a little bit, but yeah. um, I want to speak to that because you mentioned the growing pains, right? Mm. And I already shared this with you off stream, but I want to read it for all of the, the side questers who are listening. Mm. If, if them being honest with you about the hardships of throwing an event is something that maybe now you're like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to go to a Ravery event. I want you to just understand something that, first of all, the event was hosted at a nightclub in Seattle that is a very popular space. Mm. And typically on a night they they have to they they have way less attendees than we did and they've kicked out more people than they did at the Ravery event. Mm. Second of all, the day after the show, I was just scrolling on Radiate, which if you don't know what Radiate is, it's an app for Ravers, and someone had posted this beautiful message that like encapsulates everything that Ravery stands for mm -hmm. and why they do what they do and why that even amidst these hardships and these growing mm -hmm. pains that they deal with, they still manage to push through and throw amazing events, no matter mm -hmm. how difficult it is. Right. And <clears throat> shout out, I don't know who you are, but shout out to Bowtie and you're mm -hmm. at his mm -hmm. at Fuck yeah, but it's. Adam, you're gonna love this. Oh, it's spelled fuck yeah, but pho is P H O. Fuck yeah! The best come down game on the planet is pho. Just can throw that out there. Fuck uh, yeah! Um, but it said, uh, this is on the Radiate group chat for the, the Halloween Raven. It says, I'm still glowing from last night. I love the, that the kitty focus was very much aligned with my spirit animal. Um, I followed you guys on Instagram so we can stay connected. Is there anywhere else that I should really keep my eyes to stay informed of yours or any other co-organizers events? I'm so done with these mainstreams events. It'll be all about burns and small raves like this because that's where Plur is really, really thriving. Mm. They followed up after I sent a few responses to smaller venues carry different vibes too. And um, we just love that that's where Plur really exists. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Thank you for sharing. I mean, honestly, if I may interject as well with my thoughts on like your guys' hardship on that, to be honest with you, I understand where you're coming from by how it hit you guys hard because mm -hmm. you want to be you want to be the best you can be. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're and you guys have said that throughout this entire podcast, like about taking care of the community. And I can genuinely feel like you guys do want to do exactly what you set out to do, which is to take care of everyone, make sure you're taking uh, liability into account, making sure you're giving everybody an awesome show, awesome stage, awesome production and protection too. And I feel like that incident that happened is very, you know, misfortunate and it's mm -hmm. something that should not have happened in a plur environment. Um, but I feel like the blame is on the assailants, right? Yeah. It's, it's on Absolutely. the people that are at, are, are at fault. And those are the types of people that we have the responsibility to basically weed out, right? Mm. Because we, we don't need that in our star fam. Mm. We don't need that in our in our rave fams. We don't need that in our plur life, right? Mm. Mm. And I feel like, honestly, hearing you guys being so distraught and so, you know, heartbroken about what happened at your own event that you guys spent so much time and energy to do, oh. even with little bits of energy, that I, I personally... 
say that I would be honored to attend any Ravery event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Because <laughs> till this day, we, we still feel... Yeah, just like... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and, uh, 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 <laughs> so I guess I guess on that note, do you guys have any fun events coming up? Yeah, what's next yeah, for Ravens? Uh, what's, what's next for Ravens? <laughs> oh boy. Um, so uh, oh shoot. Um, we we wanted to. I think we've said this kind of before, but we were like we wanted to get away, not away from the venues. We want to stop doing venue stuff because we want to focus more on bridge style things. Mm. But uh, we do want the ability to, like, kind of control the crowd a little bit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. actually having some sort of, like, like our, our, our band list and being able to enforce that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, That's all you, Adam. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> <Enforcer>. Yeah. <laughs> you and <Enforcer>. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Wait, yeah. you hey, man, you can't be here. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, everybody move on. You can't be here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, we're, we're actually looking, we've been looking for like a, more of a parking lot kind of stuff situation, because I don't know if you guys That would be so awesome. Did you guys do Boo? Dude, you yeah, yeah, literally, parking lot. Yeah, I've never walked with him in the city. It was a fucking vibe. So, we were, we've been looking a little bit for something like that, because it, it, to me, it gives me that kind of like grungy bridge vibe to it. But at the same time, it's like something that we can have like a, a controlled space to. Because so. mm-hmm. you can you can enforce entrances. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You can, yeah. make, you can yeah. make it. I think yeah. you guys can make that. I think yeah. that'd, that'd be, be super. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I would definitely be down for that. Like I said, yeah. there's nothing better to me. I think than you can than the sound like off of two concrete surfaces. Oh, like, I know. Like, I know. The bass the the there. Oh, oh, it just yeah. sounds yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah. 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 What if you guys also think about doing like like. You know, like those tennis courts that have fences around them. Oh, That'd be kind of cool too. Like, well, yeah, like oh, so we, we actually yeah. well, we do have one kind of plan, like the the drive-in. This is all what we are thinking, but it's our it's like our a... next projects that we can share is so Ravery started out as just the stage-wise. Mm. It was just ARV. putting some live speakers, visuals yeah. on mm-hmm. it, yeah. and what you the bridge and throw a show. So yeah. our next project is another van. Yeah, it's another van. Yeah, kind of re- Actually, we're going to cannibalize the other. Yeah, so, van. but this van, we are really excited for this. After yeah. going through the bridge shows, venue shows, I feel like it's time to tie them both together. Ooh. So yeah. we, are re- we are working on this new van that we're going to turn into a retail truck that, mm-hmm. yeah. So Let's have a DJ yeah. play on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's actually I'll play on top of it. That has been a that's been a staple because like did one you read our yeah. blueprint? Yeah. 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 <laughs> one of the things we've always done is like uh, even when we go vending like at base or beyond or whatever, we've always had a DJ like on site like on site. It's a lot of times it's Keenan, but one of the things I love about it is that we'll have like people just come up and every freaking DJ has the USB on like a necklace. Oh yeah, they'll just like and it's it's awesome because we don't. Like, we just kind of put that out there, and then they come up, and, like, we've got the visuals going and everything, and then next thing you know, it's just, like, a constant DJ stream of people. Like, yeah, people party. passing by, can you come back and spin that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, That's so cool. You want to plug yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? 
But this is so funny that I don't know why this has gotten to where it has, but I just recently started learning how to DJ uh, back in, oh my god, when was it? July, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, I just did it because it was kind of cool. I, I've taught myself how to play like musical instruments in the past, like the guitar, the drums, the piano. And so I was like, I was looking at the DJ board, because my, my friend's a DJ, mm. and uh, I was looking at it, I was like, this is the most complicated looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's not strings yeah. and a plug, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. keyboards, yeah. or like there's musical notes and stuff that you can look at. Yeah. It's like knobs and equalizers and all this crazy like tempo switches and stuff. I'm like, this is cool. So I was kind of like, you know what? I made a joke. I was like, watch, I'm going to learn this, bro. <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, you should. I was like, all right, bet. Let's do it. <laughs> and then... I just started like asking him questions and like, dude, show me how to do this and blah, blah blah. And then all of a sudden, I just started like playing at the parties that I hosted at my house. Mm. And I was like, yo, what's up? It's your boy, DJ Skinny Penis. <laughs> 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 and then like it was such, it was literally a joke, just a joke. And then I started actually really liking the way that like you can make songs sound any way you want. Mm. You can like mix things together. You can play certain songs. You can play remixes of them. Mm. And it's just like. And then you just like put them in a line and it's like you play a whole set. Mm-hmm. And so like I just started like doing that and it was just so fun to me. And now I, now I love it. Now mm-hmm. it's super fun. I'm not like, I'm not like a good DJ, but I just, I just like to play. Just it's just, you're having fun. You're having fun. Yeah. 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 about Adam is he has really good MC energy too. Yeah. 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 I can say that. Yeah. 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 I can say that. And then I'll just be like, all right, three, two, one, everybody get naked. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He's got three gigs coming up. Check him out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For some reason, now I have three shows that I was asked to play, and I'm just like, I'm not even a DJ, guys. (laughs) But you know what? Because of this, because my fans believe in me. Because my fans believe in me, I Amen. will learn how to become a better DJ for Amen. y'all. <laughs> Amen. That's the most important thing for a DJ, I would say, is to read the crowd. You know, oh, give dude. the crowd your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a hard thing because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I really love that. And thank you so, so much, guys, for coming on this mm-hmm. podcast. It means a lot to us as we're trying to grow. And obviously, I hope it helps you guys grow as well. Hope some of our followers will start following you guys on Instagram. Um, and if you don't, it's ravery.us or ravery.us. Give them a follow on Instagram. If you want to see what Trevor's talking about is TV Mask, give him a follow as well. It's oh. <laughs> at TV OK. It's periods in between, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. T-Doc, It's T-Doc, right? T-Doc, Actually, yeah, at this point in time, it's people to say, oh, TV. Yeah. TV. Because yeah. the Gen Z doesn't know what the old computer looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. CRT monitor. No. CRT monitor. But um, yeah, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to us as the Cyclist mm-hmm. Podcast. It would mean the world to Ravery. Go buy some merch. They sell some. I got super cool uh, diffraction glasses that I, I just was like, I'm going to buy them because I want to support this. So some of that paycheck that you gave me went towards... It just went back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yes. And, um, I mean, you guys have already hooked me up with stuff, so, like, I'm not... Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, yeah? Because the whole recording section, I've been seeing you wearing... What's this? 
Piece of merch up here. Yeah. Look at this beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful. I'm trying to find the opening. Just, just rip it. This turtle like is a Christmas present. 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 Holding this now, and I mean, I've helped tear down the vending booths already. Like, Show it off. It is such good quality. Nice. Like this, this is like wow. such like. <gasps> honestly, low key, kind of better than the Suck Love Stone Fashion. No. Oh, Wait, I want to feel. I want to feel. Double sided, okay. Yeah, it's double sided too. Like look at this, it's like super cool. So yeah, go go for it, yeah. dude. <clears throat> what do you mean you didn't bring any merch? Dude, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I know you guys miss my voice, so I'm saying. <laughs> On that note, you know, and this is this is. Thank you guys so much. Of course. I love you guys. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, for inviting you know, us this course. is this is a gift. Uh, yeah, yeah. Adam's over like, hey, hook me up too. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Adam. What happened? The DJ's gonna be in the Why is he all dripped out and hungry? Yeah, but hey, so. We just asked them if they would want to come back again, and they said yes. And so yes. we are going to actually have them on. We're going to try to also bring Kieran Echo on as, as well. And sure. we get a more inside scoop of what it's like mm. you guys working together. Yeah. I think that'd be really, really that'd fucking cool. awesome. Um, and so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, thank you to Ravery for coming, mm. Jessica and Trevor. Thank yeah. you for thank the you. amazing Pashmina. Um, thank you again to our co-hosts. Yes. What's up? <laughs> Myself excluded. Um, uh, this, you know, having them on board too has been awesome. This was kind of my my passion project, and they were just so down. So I fucking love you guys. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Matt. Thank you Grandpa for work. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for supporting our dream, Matt. Thank you for volunteering at our shows, and thank you for your passion, so we can meet. Yeah. 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 We have you. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, do you guys, do you guys, do you guys smell that? That's plur. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. It smells so good. Let's cook. Let me cook. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and for you guys as well. We really, really appreciate you guys. This uh, hitting a hundred listens, over a hundred listens on our first episode. Not doing so well in the second episode, and that's my fault. It was really fucking long, so this I apologize. Episode, this but this episode, I promise you, please listen to it. Please support Ravery and everything they do. It's amazing if they throw a, a garage show like Be There, Be Square. I will, I will not let you live it down. Don't be a square. Don't be a square. Be there and be, be, be. Why be a square when you can be a star? Be oh! Star man! Write that down, write that down. That is what the they call me the poet, <laughs> but you can call me your husband. What's up? Here's my number. <laughs> be there, be a star um, with the Star Fam. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Tune in to episode four coming out next week, usual time, every Monday, midnight. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. All, again, follow our socials, PsychWestPod on Instagram. If 
you don't follow us on Spotify, how are you going to know when we release a new episode? So exactly. make sure you do that. Also, streaming platforms everywhere. Apple mm-hmm. Music, Amazon Podcasts, everything would mean the world to you. Let's get the PNW fam together. We love you guys. And as I always say, keep on rolling. Keep Peace. on rolling. Good luck on your main quest now. <laughs> <laughs>